We are going to talk Baylor baseball as we welcome in the head coach of the Bears, Coach Steve Rodriguez. Coach, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Man, I'm the guy who's out of the box. Right, really? right out of the box, Coach. How about that one? <laughs> I love it. Hey, let, let, let's dive in. Uh, last weekend, you uh, you go to Lawrence in, in Hoagland, and, and you take two out of three from KU, and you do the you do the tough one. You get the sweep of the doubleheader. It was, I'll tell you what, it was shockingly cold. Um, Friday, uh, it was raining pretty much all day, and so we decided to play two because we knew it wasn't going to rain on Saturday. And um, a doubleheader starting at noon, it just, it's a long day of baseball. It was cold, it was windy, and I thought our guys just did a phenomenal job uh, kind of battling through some of that stuff. And like, like you said, winning a doubleheader is, uh, taking two on a doubleheader is really, really hard. And uh, I thought our guys just did a really good job of that. Talk a little bit about uh, where you are right now. Obviously, another tough road series this weekend. And, and you uh, you don't have the midweek game. It, it, I guess it kind of gives you a chance to kind of maybe catch your breath a little bit right here. It does. Uh, I think it goes both ways. You know, we're heading up to Lubbock, and we're going to face a uh, really tough Texas Tech team. Uh, we don't have a midweek game, uh, obviously, this week, uh, mostly just because of the coronavirus. It canceled a lot of games for us. Um, a lot of Texas conferences, like the Sun Belt um, and the Southland Conference, a lot of them, Conference USA, have gone to four-game weekends, and so they've eliminated pretty much all midweeks. And so uh, we lost a lot of midweek games. And, and this is one of them. We were, we were supposed to play, I think, Dallas Baptist this week. But, uh, you know, that that's just something that we're, we're kind of having to deal with. And uh, we've made some adjustments accordingly. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's a great time to uh, to kind of reset. Like you were saying, it could be a good thing. And, you know, sometimes those midweek games are just great to keep your timing, keep your rhythm, uh, keep everybody kind of locked in. And so it, it kind of goes both ways. But I think right now coming off of a road trip up in Lawrence, uh, giving guys a chance to thaw out a little bit. Um, and then, you know, we did some really good work here. We just finished up our practice. And so we're, we'll head out early tomorrow morning to head up to uh, to Lubbock. You mentioned some leagues went to a four-game package. Uh, was there any consideration for, for, for the Big 12 to do that? There was. At the very beginning, there was. Uh, we were just really concerned about uh, – you know, and I think at the very beginning when everybody was concerned, they just weren't really sure about testing protocols, about how everybody was going to be doing it, who was going to be doing it, the, the standards which way they were going to have. And so we, we talked about doing four games in four days. We talked about doing four games in three days. Um, and then as the time got on, we, we kind of said, okay, let's just go ahead and let it play out the way it is right now. And if, if something happens to where schools are losing games left and right, we can pivot right before conference and move it to a four-game weekend. But I, I think college baseball has had it uh, fairly easy with uh, the protocols and the standards that we're having, uh, considering that a lot of other sports and schools have had a little more difficult. But uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of, uh, you know, the testing, the protocols, the standards in which, you know, the cleanliness, the facilities and stuff like that, I think we've done a pretty good job. Talking with Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Coach, you go to Lubbock this week, and we know how rowdy things could get up there. How do y'all is that something y'all practice when going into an environment like that? Well, I think I mean to be honest, when you go to a lot of Big Twelve schools, it's kind of the same thing. And I tell our guys that this is what you what you want. You know, you want to be able to go into an environment where you know everybody there is rooting against you, and you have the opportunity to really focus and, and kind of band together as a team and and really try to focus to get things done. And you know, I don't know if anything really prepares anybody. Um, for that and like I tell people like I can prepare you for a lot of things but when you're a pitcher 
and you're out there on a mound and, and a Big 12 school and you have the whole stadium kind of screaming at you, there's not a whole lot I can do. Um, you have to be strong enough inside and out uh, to be able to focus and get your job done knowing that you know you have like three to 5,000 fans screaming against you. Steve, the wind might blow a little bit out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rumor. That's the rumor, yes. Coach, I know y'all made some adjustments in the the batting lineup. What went into moving Pineda to lead off, and what do you like about having him in that position? You know, um, you know the way I've explained it to some people is like when you move furniture in your house. You know, you always kind of just want to make sure everything looks right and um, it works in the room. And it's kind of the same thing. You want to see what works best for your team. Uh, sometimes it could be the same pieces. You're just moving them around. And sometimes guys work better when they have a chance to see more pitches. Some guys uh, draw more walks than others. Uh, some guys are better uh, better at handling the bat and doing some skill stuff than others. And so you want to put them in spots where you know they're going to have a chance to succeed, but at the same time help your program and help the team and get guys on base and move guys along and score some guys. So it's just really just a matter of, you know, like a chess game. You're moving pieces left and right, trying to, figure out what works best and sometimes it's it's the same nine or ten pieces uh it's just a matter of where they fall and where they fall in the lineup to make sure that your program has the best chance to win uh going down the stretch here what must y'all do to try to get the big 12 a fifth team going into the tournament oh wow um i'll tell you what the biggest thing is you know winning games always helps um you know that's the thing and i think our our conference has done an amazing job um you know, with uh, our, our our non-conference schedule of winning a lot of games in our non-conference schedule. And then once you get into conference, everybody just beats each other up. You know, but the big thing is that, uh, you know, I think we've done a really good job of our, uh, staging our RPI to where it's warranted for something like that uh, for, an, um, for an at-large bid. But the biggest thing is that, you know, winning games always helps. And then uh, just making sure you got to win games on the road, that always helps in the RPI situation. Coach, he, he, he brought up the, the, the league. This is, uh, seriously, this is one of the, one of the premier leagues in, in college baseball. It is. Um, you know, I think the SEC is just a little bit above us in the RPI uh, ratings. But, you know, we, we have, you know, Texas, Texas Tech, uh, TCU, Oklahoma State all right now. I think they're in the top 15 in the RPI. And so, I mean, this just a really tough conference right now. And it, it's an interesting dynamic because a lot of teams are battling um, some, I call it like a personality thing, where you have some older guys because we have coronavirus seniors I call them super seniors. And then you have like a lot of freshmen, you know, you have your freshmen from last year who got their year back. And so they're still freshmen technically. And then you have all of your new freshmen coming in. So you have this range of like 23 year olds and 18 year olds. And so it's a very interesting dynamic with your team that I think a lot of teams have really uh, balanced out and then, and really has benefited because there's nothing better than having good veterans on your team. I guess it was maybe after the TCU series, and my memory serves me correctly, that uh, you you flipped Trey and Pineda. How, how has that worked out for you? Do, do you like the way that that looks for you defensively? I do. I really like the way it looks. And like I said, like I, all of them are shortstops. I have a bunch of shortstops on my team, um, strictly for that reason. Like like I we did, we weren't really sure how coronavirus is going to affect. Um, you know, if guys get knocked out, contact tracing or, or whatever it is. And so all of our infielders literally did inner squads where they played first, second, third, and short, uh, just to make sure that if something happens, they all know all the different plays, they all know what to do. And so they're very versatile uh, when it comes to being able to do that. And when you have a bunch of shortstops, you know, you can manipulate them and move them around and put them in places that uh, they typically wouldn't play, but because they're such good athletes, they're able to do that. And when you move guys like Trey and Pineda, like they're interchangeable. And so 
uh, I, I was just trying to figure out like how how do we look better defensively? What's going to be better for our team? And and it has really worked out. Coach, I'm curious. I know the transfer portal is something that's talked about a lot in other sports, but is baseball one of the sports that's kind of the outlier, or is the transfer portal as big within baseball as it is in other sports? <laughs> Man, that's an interesting question right now, just because last year with everybody, I mean, the draft going into a very few rounds, a lot of teams holding on to a lot of players that they didn't expect to hold on to, plus all the incoming guys that you thought might go in the draft from high school but didn't go uh, you know, so you have all these guys who jumped into the transfer portal just because of roster size. So I think there was something close to 1,500 to 2,000 players in that transfer portal. And so it became really hard to understand like where this was going to go. And I think that with the new tra- uh, transfer rule that they're going to have this year, I think it's going to get voted in here um, within the next month. Um, being able to do a one-time transfer where before you had to sit out like in football and basketball, you know, now you're going to be able to transfer and play. Um, I, I think it's going to be a little bit different. I think that transfer portal is going to be absolutely loaded this year. You know, the draft is going to be uh, a few more rounds than it was last year, but I think it's going to be filled with a bunch of players who um, are, are wanting to try to do a change of venue and, and just a, a different look for themselves. Does that change the way you recruit? It could. It absolutely could. You know, it, you you try to see where you are as a program in regards to your incoming guys, and you know where do you want some veteran leadership? You know, do you want a young man who has graduated but has a year left to come in, or do you want to go with a freshman route? So it, it really depends on the position, kind of where your team is in regards to the the possible recruits that you have coming in already, and then the current guys that you have coming in. So I think every team is different. I think every recruiting class is different, and so uh, we actually had our uh, we had a recruiting uh, talk on Wednesday, uh, which was today, and just trying to understand exactly what we're going to need for next year. And that transfer portal definitely came up. Hey, coach, we know you're busy. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Safe travels tomorrow, and have a uh, great weekend in Lubbock. Absolutely, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Have you have a good day. That uh, is Steve Rodriguez, the head baseball coach of the Baylor Bears.